Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night, whatever time it may be that it is that you're listening to this. Uh, welcome to the Myth Taken podcast. Uh, I am Dan, your co-host, uh, and I am joined <laughs> by uh, your host, Amanda. How do you do? Uh, today, um, we are talking about the skunk ape. So, um, without any further ado, Amanda, do tell about the skunk ape. Okay. Well, um. Aware me. Aware you? Woke me. Let me, you're going to be so woke after this. It's just incredible. Um, what do you know currently about the skunk ape? Anything? Uh, not a whole lot. I mean, it's it's just kind of like a a Bigfoot, but somewhere else, right? Like that's mm-hmm. that's kind of the thing. It's it's like there's Bigfoot, there's the Yeti, there's the Himalayan something or other. I mean, there's just different regions have different names for their Sasquatch. Right, and I think maybe they all have slight variations to them. So this skunk ape, as the name suggests happens to smell awful i mean i'd imagine probably has some like very large anal glands that need to be um (laughs) massaged occasionally oh i don't know i don't know isn't that why skunks smell bad they have anal glands that they spray from are they anal glands or are they just stinky sabotage i haven't looked that much up about a regular skunk, so I'm not really sure. What well, you should have should have done some um, cross <laughs> looking up of things for uh, the cross referencing cross referencing the genealogy or the um, functions of the skunk gland. Well, it did not occur to me. Um, anyway, the skunk ape, like I said. People who have had encounters with it um, often complain about the stench. It's nauseating. Uh, It lingers in the air for a while after the creature has left. Do people often have to take tomato uh, soup baths after they um, have encountered the skunk ape? Um, Nothing that I read had that in there, but I don't. I don't think the skunk ape is spraying them. I think it's just very smelly. Um, it's like you like you said. It is a variation of a Bigfoot or a relative of a Bigfoot. Um, so it's approximately seven foot tall, big, hairy, walks on two feet. Um, kind of looks like an ape, hence skunk ape. Um, some people think it's slender. I've never really seen a slender picture of a Bigfoot, so I'm not really sure about that. G- generally, Bigfoot is kind of muscular or big-breasted. A lot of artist uh, representations have very large-breasted Bigfoots. Yeah, I not mean, like they're pecs, athletic. Like, well, not like pectorals, like boobs. Oh, Okay. Have you not looked at many pictures of Bigfoot? Well, I've seen some, but I haven't noticed their breasts. So maybe I'm just not looking at female Bigfoot. They do not belong to the 
IBTC, the itty bitty titty committee. Oh, okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oy. Okay. Um, and some people have also said the skunk ape has glowing red or green eyes, but this could be um, false, really, um, for the few people who have taken photographic evidence. Um, it could be just the flash reacting to their eyes like it does to most anybody. Wait, what? What is the flash doing? Reacting to people's eyes? Yeah, like the skunk, skunk ape. Has glowing eyes. That's what people have said, but it could just be the flash on a camera reacting to the eyes. Not not really that they're glowing. They're just appearing to glow because of ah. how the photo was taken. Like a reflection. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that's a basic description. I, I've never... Like, these ones aren't very light-colored. They are dark-haired. Um, the one famous picture, which we will get to in a little bit, um, he appears to have, like, kind of white in his facial hair. So that's an interesting little um, thing. He may be aged. Maybe. Hmm. Or maybe just how they look. I don't know. He's probably wise. Yes. <laughs> the wise guy. Um, they're located, uh, in Florida mostly. I, most everything I read about them put them smack dab in Florida, really from, from like Tampa all the way down to the Everglades, which is right on the tip of Florida. But most stories, um, revolve around the Miyaka River State Park and the Green Swamp, which is right between Orlando and Tampa. So that's kind of where they like to range. So big hairy thing likes it where it's humid, hot, and uncomfortable. Which could be why it stinks. <laughs> that would totally make sense. <laughs> I mean, especially if they're traipsing through swamps. Yeah. I mean, I I would probably, if I'm traipsing through a swamp, I'd, I'd be kind of stressed out too because there's gators. Well, apparently this guy can handle himself. Mm. Yes, I mean, we haven't seen any any bother, bodies, but they must be surviving somehow, eating gators and snakes and stuff. They eat gators. Potentially, that's what some people think, but there's no, obviously there's no proof of that. Hmm. But that would be something. Um, so encounters with the skunk ape... Um, you know, a lot of the encounters didn't have a whole lot of detail, especially the earlier ones. Um, the The earliest one I found um, mentioned was from 1942. Um, and all it said was that uh, a man had an encounter with one that hitched a ride on his running board. That's all it said. It did not say anything more. So... so Bigfoot basically, like, firemaned it on the side of this dude's truck. <laughs> in 1942, apparently. Um, but, yeah, there was no further details, so not really sure the, the truth behind that one. Um, other sightings did happen. There were some in the 50s. Um, it started happening more in the 60s and 70s. Um, 1973... A um, apparently a kid 
was outside their house riding their tricycle when um, mommy skunk ape and the baby scared the kid. Um, Kids started screaming. Family came out of the house um, to see the baby skunk ape like twirling one of the wheels of the trike. And then the mommy skunk ape like grabbed the baby and left. Did it grab the trike too? No, it left the trike behind. But the baby was intrigued. <laughs> playing with the wheel should have taken it um but again like there's really no no details no names not even really much of a location of where that happened um 1974 there was an encounter that was kind of interesting but the lack of details is frustrating um it said that a skunk ape was hit by a car at night um, and ended up like limping off into the woods. The so the, the family didn't take the skunk ape, put it in their car, or put it on top of their car? No, I mean, it was hit and immediately limped off. Okay. Like they. It they, wasn't stunned? No. Presumed um, dead. And they home. were too afraid, or I guess. I think it, I don't think it was a family that hit it. I think it was just one person, but the person was too afraid to follow it. But then it also mentioned that there was a helicopter search for it and people were firing weapons trying to get it to come out, which I don't know about you, but if I hear a lot of weapons going off, I'm I'm probably going to stay hidden. Yeah, I don't think anything will approach like gunfire. I mean, generally, you go away from the bang. Like it's right. Plus if there's a a bunch of machines in the air with I assume they must be searching with lights if, if there's a helicopter up there, that would also be freaky. So I mean what was the expectation that the skunk ape was like, Okay, okay. I really need to go to the ER and get like a splint on this thing. Can someone, you know, give me a ride? Like, <laughs> oh man, this wound's gonna go septic. I need some help. <laughs> yeah, now, now I'm just thinking that the skunk ape is Will Ferrell um, as the the Fez from uh, Austin Powers. Oh right, I'm very <laughs> badly burned. No, but when he falls into the ravine and breaks his legs, oh. or breaks his leg and then breaks his other leg, <laughs> beginning to smell a bit like almonds. Um, so those were in the 70s. Um, the next one that was kind of interesting, not really any details, but from in 1997, some foreign... So wait, wait, we jumped from the 70s yes, to the 90s? we did. Apparently there were some sightings in the 80s, but there really weren't any examples that I could find okay. that were much... Um, so, 1997, some foreign tourists in Ochapi, which is right in that area, um, they saw one. Ochapi. Ochapi. Actually, yeah, that's how it's called. It is Ochapi, I think. Ochapi. Ochapi. Anyway, um, yeah, and that's all that one said. You think if there were a bunch of tourists, they probably had cameras and i don't know why none of them thought to take a picture yeah but uh, being mid late 90s if they did have cameras they were probably like the the ones that you buy at like a the gas station or like just a 
a uh, disposable camera, which isn't going to work in any kind of low-light situation. It has no zoom. Um, Walmart's probably going to screw up all of the negatives anyway. Could be. Yeah. Could be, yeah. And if yeah. they had a digital camera, it was probably like 0.5 pixels or something. I <laughs> <laughs> think in like 2005 or something like that, my digital camera was like 3.2 megapixels. That was huge. <laughs> the things we thought were a big deal are not so much a big deal now. Oh, it was awful. Anyway, we digress. Um, so really the most interesting stories that I have found on the Skunk Ape happened more recently than not. Um, we're talking the last, within the last, oh wait, it's 2018. Yeah, I mean, within the last 18 years. So, I mean, that's pretty good. A lot of the other cryptids haven't had sightings that um, recent. Recent, yes. Paint me a picture. Exactly. Um, so, trying to find. Okay, so. I guess we'll just start with the famous photo because I think it's. Um, Is this the most recent? No, it's not the most recent. I'm going to save. I'm trying to go in chronological order oh. as much as I can. Okay, so we're going back to the 60s or the 70s. Nope. No. Okay. We've discussed 40s, right. 50s, 60s, 70s, 90s. So now we're, we're to 2000. Now we're to 2000. Okay, so the famous photo comes out in 2000. Yes. Okay. One site I saw said 2001, but most others said 2000, so I'm going to go with 2000. Um, and they've been called the Miyaka photos. Um, and there are two of them, two photos taken, and they are pretty cool photos. Um, if you just Google Miyaka photo, you'll probably, I mean, if you've looked up any cryptids at all, you probably will recognize the photos immediately. Uh, that look, just looks like a... I mean, it, it, it looks like an orangutan. Yeah, and that's, um, there's a story with that, too. Um, but there like are two of them, uh, slightly different. So the one, he's kind of like bent down more, and then there's one where he's up a little bit, and you can see more of his teeth. Mm -hmm. um, so they are really interesting, and I would suggest Googling them. Um you definitely see, like, a creature. You can see white hair around the mouth and face. It's kind of partially behind some palmetto leaves, I believe those are. And this is in Florida. And this is in Florida. Okay. Um, so these were sent to the sheriff anonymously um, by a lady... Um, okay, uh, sorry. So they were sent in anonymous, anonymous, oh my gosh, I can't even say that word, by a woman. Um, and one of the sites I was on had her story, and it was pretty funny. Um, it's 
allcrypted.wikia.com and so it goes like this she I'm going to just quote right from the article so this is not me this is completely the article right now um, the woman describes the events leading up to photographs being taken for two nights prior it had been taking apples that my daughter brought down from up north off our back porch these pictures were taken on the third night it had raided my lemons those whores I believe she pronounced that whores <laughs> whores and that is why I wanted to read that because I thought like no did she really say that or is that just people adding words um she went out into her backyard after hearing deep whoomp noises. She aimed her camera toward the hedgerow at the back of her property and was startled to see what her flash revealed. I didn't even see it as I took the first picture because it was so dark. As soon as the flash went off for the second time, it stood up and started to move. I then heard the orangutan walk off into the woods. She noticed that its awful smell lasted long after it had left her yard. Reflecting on what had occurred, she said that the anthropoid, that's how they spelled it, I believe they meant anthropod, sounded much farther away than it turned out to be. She thinks that she was about 10 feet away from it, and it looked like it was crouching, then standing. She notes it is hard to know how big it was, but she would judge it as being about six and a half to seven feet tall in a kneeling position. As soon as I realized how close it was, I got back into the house. The woman photographer remarks, It only came back one more night after that and took some apples that my husband left out in order to get a better look at it. We left out four apples. I cut two of them in half. The orangutan only took the whole apples. We didn't see it take them. We waited up but eventually had to go to bed. Then they placed a dog in their backyard. And the orangutan creature never did return after that. Um, so this was all written in a letter. And she signed it, God bless. I prefer to remain anonymous to the Sarasota Sheriff's Department. They got the letter on December 29th, 2000. Um, and... They just kind of noted that they received an unusual letter. That's all they really... They didn't really do much about it. Um, the letter also um, started with, Enclosed, please find some pictures I took. My husband thinks it's an orangutan. Is someone missing an orangutan? <laughs> so <laughs> It's like she really didn't want to say it was a Bigfoot. And it does bear... A good resemblance to an orangutan, yeah, like the face. That was the, my first thought. Was I mean, the, it's it's kind of longer hair, it, the, its body stature and stuff like that. Um, it's very uh, King Louis. Yeah, but apparently, I mean, she described it as being much much bigger. Um, but yes, there's a definite look about it. Um, so these photos are pretty famous. Um, they're the best photographic evidence if you can believe them um some people so apparently to get a picture of a cryptid you go out when you hear something and just take pictures willy-nilly with the flash on um i mean that's what like she she 
she basically was using her camera flash as like a flashlight to see what was going on. Kind of, it seems that way, yeah. yeah. At least the way she described her story was. I mean, she heard a noise and took she a took a picture, picture towards yeah. that noise. <laughs> like, what is this? Clack. Um, yeah, you, you know, they're completely unsuspecting if you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> um, some people have compared the picture to like, um, like you know how Ripley's, they have wax figures. So some people have compared the picture to like a, a wax figure, but... I mean, the, the one with the horn. What? Uh, nothing. Uh, a Ripley figure. Okay. Um, but I kind of don't really buy that because there are two pictures and they are slightly different. So it does look like the creature moved a little bit between the shots. Oh, so so someone was saying that, that they, they just took the picture in a Ripley's museum and were like, this is the creature that I saw. Yeah. Okay. Some skeptics were comparing it to that and... I don't really buy that because, like I said, it look. I mean, both pictures look slightly different. Um, very cool pictures. Look them up. The next. Sorry um, for all the background noise. Our little dog has decided to um, enter the room, and she is being trying to be playful. Um, around this time, also. We've got some people that really enjoy um, searching for the skunk ape. They uh, enjoy the Bigfoot mythos. Um, there's a man named Dave Sheely. He runs Skunk Ape Headquarters. In Florida. In Florida, okay. of course. All of this is in Florida. Just, um, just double checking. <laughs> he himself has claimed to have more than... Um, I think more than four encounters, or at least more than three. Um, I didn't find a lot of details about his encounters. Perhaps I wasn't looking in the right spots, though. Um, he also, as you know, head of the Skunk Ape headquarters, has some um, artifacts. So he's got a cast of of a footprint. It's sixteen inches and has very long toes. Um, and I think he's got some other stuff by them too. So he's like a big name in the skunk ape community. Um, there are also a couple of guys who search for the skunk ape together. Um, and their story is kind of a neat one. Um, so their names are Chris Connor and Mike Barton. They were co-workers, and they became um, pretty good friends. Um, they're in their 50s and 60s, so uh, not not young'uns, but not old'uns either. Not quite retired. Right. Um, so Connor has a tale of, like, when him and his sister were kids, they saw one um, running along a line of banana trees, and it always stuck with him um so after that he was always intrigued by the skunk ape um barton i don't think he was i don't think he had any like encounters when he was young um he really it seemed like from what i read that he just started um searching for them with with connor as as kind of like a, a way to keep himself busy his 
um, wife had passed away and, um, you know, he needed to keep himself occupied. So, um, Connor was kind of there for him and they decided to just, let's go look for the skunk cape together. So it became a really big thing that they put a lot of energy to and their main stomping grounds are Green Swamp. Do they own, um, an airboat? No. Okay. No, they do not. Um, Green Swamp, even though swamps in the name, it sounds like it's just really heavily wooded for the most part. I'm sure there are some watery, swampy areas, but um, from what I read, it just seemed like it was very thick forest. Hmm. Um, so they will go out there a lot and search for the skunk ape. Um, not they don't bring any weapons with them. They bring machetes to to like hack through some of the forest um but they don't want to bring weapons because they they would rather the bigfoot come to them um you know not feeling threatened so they bring like beef jerky no <laughs> <I don't. laughs> i saw those commercials yeah no. no they bring well they ride their bikes in and then they'll leave their bikes hack through some of the forest um and then they have Lear cameras and GoPros with them and they'll just hang out in the woods and, and talk and try to elicit responses from skunk apes if they are around. Do they live stream this? I don't know that they have live stream, but they do have a YouTube channel. Hmm. The channel is called The Trail to Bigfoot. The Trail to Bigfoot. But yes. they're looking for the skunk ape. Yeah, but I mean, they believe it is a relative of Bigfoot. Hmm. Um. And this channel has over 150 videos. <laughs> There's a lot of videos on there. Their most popular one is called The Eyes of Bigfoot. And it's where they believe they caught one blinking. Um, it is a neat video. It's kind of hard to see. Um, you can check it out. Um, so, I don't know. I think it's kind of neat that they... They go out and they do that, and they have this big YouTube gathering, and a lot of people um, enjoy their videos and like like looking at them. Um, they did say in one story that they they were somewhere where I think they there were some uh, like abandoned equipment in this area and they left a bag of carrots there one week a couple weeks later um the carrots were gone and the bag was on the ground a week after that the bag was gone and then um a few more weeks after that the bag was back but hanging somewhere differently and they thought of that being the skunk apes doing because not a lot of people go out to this area and not a lot of creatures could maybe do that. And the skunk is like, hey, what the heck? We left this out for you. You didn't take it and replenish it. So we're going to move it. You're going to notice it and hopefully put some more carrots or something tasty in here. He wants some carrots. Just give him some carrots. Um, yeah. There's a couple more stories I have. So I guess a couple more videos. There is a video from 2013, so really just like five years ago. Um, a man named Mike Falconer and 
believe his son was also with him. They were just driving to meet somebody. They noticed that there were a couple cars off to the side of the road and people were looking out to a field. So they thought they would stop. Like maybe they saw some kind of a, a deer or something. Um, but when they looked, they quickly realized it was not a deer. Um, and they began shooting the video. The video um, was made with an iPhone 4S. And um, a lot of it, you can't really see a whole lot of what is going on. You see like a little tiny, like if you look very closely, a little tiny um, black dot moving somewhere in the picture. Um, he kind of realizes after uh, filming for a little bit of time that you, you can't really see what he's filming. Like it just kind of looks like a big empty field. Um, so then they do try to, like, get closer um, to it. And so they tromp, you can see them tromp through the field. And um, they do get a couple of closer looks. And then he turns the video off and takes a few photos. Um, he also kind of pans over so you can see, like, the other people that are taking photos. Um, which makes me wonder, like, where was their photos at? Did they actually get anything or not? Um, they, so sh they should have all exchanged deeds, but then, I mean, who's going to get famous first? <laughs> yeah. Um, but it is an interesting video. Um, he said, I think he said somewhere that he knew it was something big because the grasses were, um, like four feet tall and this thing was double that in size you could see it sticking out um above that so it is interesting i think his photos are a little more interesting in the video because it's really hard for me to see what the the video is is showing but he does take a couple photos and you can see like a bigger figure in the grasses and if the grasses really are fo four feet tall then this is a really big creature walking around um so yeah that was a interesting one and then i guess and you can um you can google this video or youtube it it's called the miyaka skunk ape and then we have the last one it happened in 2015 so a lot more recent um, it was by Matthew McCamey, and he apparently likes to go canoeing in Lettuce Lake Park, which hmm. I think is a really cool name. I don't know why. Lettuce Lake? <laughs> yes. Um, so he goes canoeing, and he sees a creature while he's out canoeing, and he records it with his phone. Um, and this is a really cool video. Um, you, you can see a good amount of detail in it, especially when when it's enlarged. Um, you can kind of just see a creature away from him on like a bank and it kind of meanders down and goes to the right and it's like 
messing with the tree and splashing some. You can't see like very big defined features, but it definitely doesn't appear to be like a bear to me. Just is, I don't know. It doesn't. It walks around like a person would, but like much bigger, and so it definitely doesn't seem to be a bear. Bringing Bigfoot paparazzis. Dude's just trying to take a bath, <laughs> and you know can't do anything for a second. You just get people getting their phones out, getting their GoPros out. <laughs> it's a really neat video, though. Um, so if you can, I would try to look it up. Um, it's uh, to me, it's compelling. Like I don't know, it doesn't seem to be faked to me, but I am not really an expert. It's it's an interesting video, nonetheless. So those are the encounters with the skunk ape that I got. Um, the only other bits and pieces I have are, um, you know, people who don't really believe that there is such a creature. Um, think, you know, oh, it's just black bears or it's giant hogs, you know, creatures that are native to this area that we're aware of, or that it's just the hooks, just people in suits. Um, um, and other people think like, you know, his story originated from the pioneers who just wanted to protect the wilderness. So they made up a beast so nobody would go in and harm the wilderness areas. But I don't know. So what do you think? I don't know. I'm I'm thinking um, it's either an orangutan or orangutans, orangutai, uh, or a giant sloth. Giant sloth. They uh, were around during one of the um, uh, you know when some dinosaurs roamed the earth. They were just giant sloths. Like, they were sloths, but they were giant. <laughs> and they they could be still around traipsing here or there. Um, they look to me like a, like a Bigfoot. Hmm. I see what you mean. Mm -hmm. I saw one in a museum. <laughs> it was gargantuan. Gargantuan. A real behemoth. Well, I mean, I guess they did live in North America, but that could be, I mean, North America is a very large place, so that doesn't necessarily mean they lived in Florida. And what was North America then? Central and, okay, modern ones live in Central and South America. Wait, they're still giant sloths? No, they're ancestors, the modern sloths. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I guess that's a possibility. I mean, we find, you know, prehistoric, I mean, water-dwelling creatures all the time where it's like, oh, we thought this was extinct, but here we go. Here's this crazy fish that just cruised up onto the shore to say hi and, to, you know, die or something. But <laughs> Now, how big were the giant sloths? Oh, th they were 
they were gargantuan. They were big. I mean, much taller than eight feet. At least the 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 one I saw, the skeleton or whatever. Yeah, I would. They're, they're probably much bigger. Yeah, than, twenty than feet. I mean, there's a big difference between eight feet yeah. and twenty they're feet. Huge. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, uh, you know, I like to believe in things, but uh, that picture that lady had was it was very orangutangy. It was, but it also wasn't at the same time. Hmm. I mean, there's there's definitely a striking resemblance. But orangutans aren't native to Florida. Yeah, but, I mean, non-native creatures get here and there all the time. I don't know how one would survive in Florida. Like you said, there are, like, crocodiles, other predators that would definitely give an orangutan a run for its money. As a a great man, um, and I quote, said, uh, life finds a way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I knew that was coming. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, what's your what's your yeti then? Uh, you know that picture's pretty good. I'll give it five yetis. Five yetis. Mm-hmm. See, like, I guess I would have thought you'd been more into this skunk ape. Would have lent it more credence than you're actually giving it. Because I'm. I mean, I'm gonna give it up to. I think I'm I'm gonna give it seven and a half yetis. Mm. Well, he's no Bigfoot. He's not a Bigfoot, but he could be a kin kin to a Bigfoot. And I think some of the video evidence it's intriguing. I like it. I'm into it. I think this is the first creature that I have given more yetis to than you. <laughs> One of us has to be the skeptic. <laughs> okay. We're swapping places this Mm -hmm. time. Roll reversal. So yeah, mine seven and a half. I think if it, I think it could still be out there too. Like if it exists, it could totally still exist today. I mean, a video is from only a few years ago, supposed video. So definitely think it's it's still lingering. I mean, in, in a lot of states, there's miles and miles and miles of of uh, land, um, free range, like just areas where, you know, mountains or, you know, just, just places where creatures can be. Mm-hmm. If they don't want to be seen, it's, it's, I mean, they can hide. Yeah, I think a lot of the times we as as humans like to think that we've found it all, but we definitely haven't found it all, and we have not explored every inch of the world, let alone the seas. So um, there's a lot out there that that we don't know, and we're discovering new species all the time. Yeah, well, and there's also, I mean, people get stuck on mountains here, where people get stuck, you know, lost in the woods. I mean, there's places we just can't go to on foot Mm -hmm. these creatures probably can yeah they're they're probably better at it than us well of course they are there's no question (laughs) (laughs) all right well what creature should we talk about next time
Got any ideas? No, I actually I hadn't even thought about it. I yet. hadn't either. Um, <laughs> Feel now, a little unprepared for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Since um, I don't want to try and figure it out right here, um, we'll just we'll post it on the Instagram as we do. All right. That sounds like a plan. All right. Well, thanks everyone for giving us a listen. Hope you enjoyed the tales of the skunk ape. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Stitcher, iTunes. Um, yeah, that, I think that's about it. Um, we have a Gmail. Uh, it is escaping me. Go to our Facebook and click send a message and it'll it'll fill it right in for you. It'll go to the Gmail? It'll, yeah, it'll fill it in. If you send address. a message from, from, f- Facebook. from Facebook, it'll it'll send a messenger message. No, I set it up with our email. Oh. I had no idea that could be done. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> well, then, go to Facebook and search for Myth Taken. You'll find the little image of Myth Taken, um, the little TV, and the Mothman in the static. And you can send us a message there. Uh, if you have a creature that you want us to talk about, um, just let us know. All right. I'm always walking after midnight searching for you. I walk for miles along the highway. Well, that's just my